0: Welcome, hola, what's good? Hey, y'all, hey. You are tuned in to Circle Up with Amanda Heard. Yes, here we are, season three, episode four, yet again with another testimonial. Y'all, y'all already know how excited I am about these testimonies. I love being able to take a moment to share and shine the light on God. Listen, just being able to share those trials, share those tribulations and show how God has gracefully seen us through, gracefully held our hand and covered us in the midst of it all, just being able to testify to his goodness is always a great place for me. So wait no longer. Listen, I get to share the mic with one of my very own super dope God chasers today. Listen, you do not want to miss this episode. I'm not going to hold you up any longer. Grab your snacks, drinks, and chairs, and let's get Ready to dive right in. It might be the Red (laughs) Book. might be the double shot of express, so I don't know, but I do know that I am excited. I'm sure about that. Y'all know how I feel. I love, love, love testimonies. I just feel like they are able to help pull us through those dry moments, pull us through those doubted moments, pull us through those moments where we feel like God may not be hearing us or may have us in a place of isolation or whatnot. Whatever the problem is, whatever the issue is, we know that it's through these words, through these tests, through these trials that other people speak about and other people have overcome that we find our strength too. So today I am here with a very, very special guest. I'm super excited to bring her aboard. I have been waiting for season after season to find her a slot. And here we are today. Um, One thing that I love to see as she hashtags over and over again that she is hashtag just T hashtag the Jesus freak herself hashtag the Christian (laughs) influencer Omg y'all are gonna love this testimony. What's up, T? Tell them a little bit about you.
1: Hey everybody, Uh, as Amanda said, (laughs) everyone calls me T, but my first name is Tierra Tierra Plummer, Um, and so. I am super excited to be here on the podcast. It's a little about myself. I have always grown up in the church, uh, but I didn't really start stepping my foot out into the ministry world until it's crazy. Amanda literally helped me push into what God was calling me to do. And that's a whole nother testimony in and of itself. Uh, But I got my start in ministry on my college campus, started a Bible study with a few other people named The Example and it really just spread like a wildfire, so we were really impactful on campus, and I was teaching consistently, and that's kind of where my ministry started, so when I graduated, I, um, in 2019, I continued my ministry, and the name of it is Just T. and that just came from really me being stressed about doing ministry, and God was (laughs) like, look, all I need you to do is be yourself, and I'll handle the rest, and so Through this testimony, y'all are really going to hear that, Um, but that's where Jesse came from. So once I graduated and 2020 hit, COVID hit, I offered things such as uh, one-on-one Bible studies. I did a chronological Bible study of the gospel. So my heart (laughs) is truly for the word of God, and I just desire to help people have better understanding when they're reading their Bibles so that they can have a better relationship with Jesus. So that is my ministry Here coming up shortly, I will be um, launching a consistent, um, every other week, so every two weeks, Bible study, and it's just really going to be geared towards, (laughs) it's going (laughs) to be geared towards helping people have greater understanding of their Bible, so I'm so excited about that. It's going to be called The Body, and if you want to follow me on social media, my Instagram is T doubles T-E-E underscore doubles, or you can follow me on Facebook, Tiara Plummer. So I'm really excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes, you are welcome, y'all. I'm telling y'all, just T is just T. You are definitely going to want to follow her. Um, Like I said, or more so, I don't know, maybe she said (laughs) too, But um, she is just truly herself. And that's what we need right now. We need people that are going to be them. Get rid of all the fluff. Get rid of all the extraness going on. It's like, Mm -hmm. meet me where I'm at. Where can I find those that are doing, you know, doing this thing that God is calling us to do while being completely them? and that is what she's doing so I absolutely love her ministry I love her work I love what she's doing and I love her hashtag Jesus free because that is her
1: okay yes a (laughs) hundred percent
0: well so (laughs) as I said um yeah today is testimonial day I wish I had a song y'all because um y'all know (laughs) exactly I was like to (laughs) test I'm so quirky, You need a testimony literally- <laughs> intro song. You need a testimony intro Yeah, right. I need a testimony song. intro. <laughs> but <laughs> she has been tried and she has went through some trials all while being her. And so this, this is one reason why I was super excited. Oh, on top of that, she's young. And so that is another yes. thing. That's just a bonus. That is a bonus. And I say that because a lot of us feel like we have to wait until we reach a certain age or wait, or wait until we get to a certain point place in life to continue this walk or change our lives or be um, all in with Christ. And she is an example right here that God has used to show you No, you can start right where you are at the age that you are and I have you covered. And so um, she just has a phenomenal testimony that she's going to share today. So at this moment, I'm going to let her
1: take the mic. Go ahead, T. I feel like I have like 50 testimonies because Probably 50 million testimonies, but I'm excited <laughs> to share my most recent one. God has just consistently been good in my life. And I before I start in the testimony, I remember so vividly when I uh, like officially gave my life to Christ for myself in college. I remember giving my life to Christ and when I was in middle school, just raising my hand because I didn't want to go to hell. But when I really <laughs> gave my life to Christ, I was in college, and I remember going to church, and I they were saying, like, tell the Lord what you're thankful for. And I Mm -hmm. remember praying, and I had such a genuine prayer to God. I was like, I'm not trying to be ungrateful. I just cannot see anything that you are doing in my life. If I had to come up with something that I was thankful for right now, I'd probably say, thank you for waking me up. But I really (laughs) take that for granted. You know what I'm saying? And so I asked the Lord to open my eyes up to what he is doing in my life. And ever since then, I almost want to pray that he close them. Because (laughs) it's like everything. I'm like, yo, I see the goodness of God in literally everything. And it's like, it really makes you just like super sensitive to what he's doing and his will. And so this is this testimony is just one of many examples of how good God has been in my life. And so I'll go into I'll start with me graduating. So when I graduated school, I knew I wanted to work in the mortgage industry. And so Mm -hmm. I knew that because when I was uh, in college, I took a semester off and ended up working like as a receptionist for a mortgage company. And so I'm like, okay, I know I want to do this. So everybody, because I was doing the example, I was leading Bible studies literally every single week. So I wasn't doing the senior thing of going on interviews and, you know, everybody's coming to class suited up. And I'm like, I haven't gone on one interview. (laughs) And so I was just like, okay, let me, I just Googled some mortgage companies and I literally just called them and asked like, are y'all hiring? Are y'all hiring? (laughs) And so, which is nuts. Like my teachers could not believe that I even did that. Um, And so one of the places ended up letting me come in for an interview and hiring me on the spot so i just took the first job i'm like this is perfect um little did i know it would literally be like the catalyst of what god used to elevate me in the future and so i walked across the stage 2019 with a full-time job full benefits 401k everything and i wasn't even like trying all semester like everybody else was and i know there are some people that were really going out for interviews. And right. did not walk across the stage with a job. And I was just like, wow, like God showed his favor on my life. So I said, all that to say, um, I work in the mortgage industry. And so home ownership, if you don't know what a mortgage is, when you buy a house that we give the loan for it. And so I wasn't licensed to be my own loan officer. So I kind of worked as the assistant for this company. And of course, every single day I'm going into work and seeing people buy houses and one day, my boss is just like, when are you going to get yours? And I was just like, sir, mm-hmm. I am 22 years old. Like, <laughs> I just got this job. I only got this job because I called y'all. And, <laughs> like, I'm not responsible enough for no house. But it just kind of, like, shifted my mindset and matured me in a lot of ways um, to, like, start thinking about home ownership. Because nobody that's graduated college is thinking about buying a house. They're trying to figure out a job. They're trying to figure out what are my next steps, career. And, buying a house is just not usually on that on your mind or you don't right. think it's necessarily possible and so I let them pull my credit or whatever and when they pull my credit I like came up with a plan of I knew I couldn't do it right then because I had just started the job I had no saving and I knew I needed to pay off my car and two credit cards so I was just like okay I'm gonna set a goal for one year to be able to buy a house and I'm gonna set these goals and so I was working my tail off to try to <laughs> pay off my car and my two credit cards and so every day I would come into work and I be like yeah like you know I got paid I paid this much off like I'm this much down I'm this much down and um, I went into my boss's office and he was just like um, it's Christmas time like let's go out to eat and I'm like cool. So, I had been telling them, like, oh my gosh, like I can only have $1,800 off my car. I'm so excited because, you know, I'm on track to buy a house next year. Da, 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 da. And he, they took me out to lunch and they told me, we want to pay off your car as your Christmas what? bonus. <laughs> yes. So, I was literally crying my eyes out. And the reason I tell you this part of the story is because it's just a testament to. The goodness of God leading up to like the big part of the test. Yes. Right? So I'm like, are y'all serious? Like, usually people get like you know a little bonus and send their check and the taxes get taken out. No, they wrote me a check to get my car paid off, including wow. all of that. So like I it was done as soon as like, I I could take the check to the bank, and it was done. And wow. so I was like, yo, this is crazy. And I really just think it was a testament because God saw me working hard and putting in the work and he literally was like okay I know that I can trust you with this and he wiped that debt gone so I was like whoa like this is crazy mind you I have always been an avid tither that's another important point like ever since I had a job in high school I tithe. like and it's not even something that I hesitate with because it's become a routine of what I do. Like, even if, even the times where I didn't have a church, I'm like, okay, who can I give this money to? Because it's not mine. I, Lord, tell me where to put this money. And so I am an active tither. And I think that was another reason that the Lord kind of has always blessed me when it came to finances. So As the year went on, 2020 came, COVID hit, um, and I was still on track to get my house, but I kind of got nervous because they took away our bonuses at work, and it was just, you know, people didn't know. We didn't know if we were going to have a job in the next month, so everything was up in the air. So I literally almost gave up hope, and I I, um, applied for an apartment literally in 2020 I applied for an apartment and got it and this is how you know I was serious about moving in that apartment because I ordered the cable box like the cable was (laughs) that's how you know I was going to the apartment it was no question about it and it's crazy because uh, my boyfriend now at the time actually I just had met him and one of the first conversations we ever had he said to me like I just was telling him about that. You know, I'm going to just do an apartment because, you know, who knows what COVID did da, da. da. And he was just like, you're not leaving room for a miracle. And what? that line right there, I could get it tattooed on me because that's how impactful it was that he said that to me. And it was because like, I'm the type of person, I want to work for it. Like, I don't want to leave room for a miracle because God, I'm going to work so hard that you don't even have to give me a miracle or bless me. Like, I'm going to work for it. Don't worry about it. And so <laughs> that just doesn't make sense. Like, that's not how God works. because You know, the Bible says faith without work is dead, but also right. work without faith is dead as well. And so okay. I feel like I kind of was leaning towards like, oh, let me just work for it. Let me just work for it. And I wasn't leaving room for the miracle. And so I was just like, mm, that really hit me. Like, let's see what's gonna happen. So the next day I went into work, um, got my credit repooled, and they were like, Look, you can do this, like you can buy a house right now. Like you can start wow. looking. And I was just like, What? Like this is crazy. Like I almost really went into this apartment. So fast forward through like my entire house hunting process, it was the beginning Wait, of so when the Wait, so you put you put a stop on the, on the apartment. You never actually moved in there? Yeah. I never moved into the apartment. So once I got a pre-approval for the house, I was like, okay, I'm going to try to get the house. Cancel yeah. the cable so box. I canceled the cable <laughs> box. I had to send them that. had to send it with a return label and everything. Like it was crazy that I really like completely shifted the plan. And so I was just like, okay, let's go. I'm about to start looking for houses. So this, when I started looking for houses, it was the beginning of like when the housing market was flipping, everybody was starting to buy houses, but it's not nearly as crazy as it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I put in five offers on five different houses and got beat out five times. And I was literally so discouraged, y'all. Like it took me so much guts just to put the first offer in. Like I remember going to see the first house, falling in love with it fasting and I was like gosh should I put this offer in and then take it two days put the offer in and then come they come back and say you didn't get it oh my god right. thing broke my heart I was like this is mine this is mine like the <laughs> lord told me and it was I was like what do you mean though? No? like I done fasting. I need them days back <laughs> and so I need them days my, back yeah. <laughs> Five times that happened to me. And so I was so exhausted. Like, I was like, I'm over it. I told my realtor, I told her, I needed a two-week break. Like, I need you to not send me a house for two weeks. And she was like, well, no, you're going to miss some. What if something comes? I'm like, I don't want to see a house for two weeks. I don't want to hear anybody <laughs> tell me about numbers for two weeks. I'm taking a mental break because y'all are really draining me. And right. I had really, like, I had the savings for it, but I was really tight. And so I knew that I had to ask, like, the sell for seller-paid closing costs in my offer. And that's why I kept getting beat out, because someone would offer, and they wouldn't need the seller's help. But I needed the seller's help to be able to close. Mm-hmm. And so in that market, it's like, who would do that? Where, you, where are they, You're not getting those seller-paid closing costs. So I was right. just, like, discouraged. So two weeks finally came up, and I told her, I'm like, hey – We're back on. She's like, okay, perfect. One came up just today and it's on the market. Like drive by and go look at it um, and tell us if you want us to come like open it for you. So I drove by and I vividly remember pulling up to the house. I was like, I can afford this. Like that's the first thing i I said that out of my mouth, like, I can afford this. This is crazy. It was a two story house on 0.75 acres of land, brand new. and I just walked around the yard. I was like,, uh, this is crazy <laughs> because every house that I got beat out for was one story, and they would have a lot of land, but they would kind of be in sketchy neighborhoods. Right. And so, um, for this house, I'm like, this is crazy. Like I can afford this. So. Um they came, they unlocked the doors, I walked through the house, and I was just like so detached from the process. And I was like, Yeah, sure, I'll put the offer. in. I mean, worst case scenario they say no, best case scenario, they say yes. If they right it. No, <laughs> right. And so I was just like completely detached. And so um a few days later I was at my parents, and it was actually their wedding anniversary. And I got a call from her, and she was just like, You got it, you got the offer accepted. And I was like, I couldn't believe it, like it hadn't really hit me yet. And it didn't really hit me until she sent me over the contract. And in the contract, it said, um, if you use this closing attorney, then we'll give you seller paid closing costs of $6,000. And it was the attorney that I already had planned on using. And so I not only got (laughs) my offer accepted, but I got seller paid closing costs. Wow. that was like just straight up insane for how the market was because- they could have easily probably stayed on the market for a few more days and got someone that didn't need them to pay anything. And right, you know, they could have got more money, but God literally worked it out. So I'm like, Oh my gosh, like, this is crazy. So with all that went into it, and of course, you know, you have the stressful loan process, turning all your documents and everything. Uh, But my closing date was July 8th of 2020 I purchased my first home at 23 years old wow and that was just like I couldn't even believe (laughs) that was all God like when the scripture says like more than you can even ask or think I would have never at the beginning of 2019, I would have never thought to ask God to make me a homeowner. Never. Right. Literally, I would have never asked for that because I didn't even have a desire for it. It's almost like he gave me the desire for it at the right time so that he could give it to me. Before I, He already had the plan to give it to me before I even desired it. And so it was just like, <laughs> wow, like this is so god and it was just like such a beautiful process how everything kind of just fell into place for me to purchase the home and so i got in the home i got um i rented out a room it was beautiful i had the best roommate ever um and so (laughs) we lived together we would uh split everything so it was just like awesome like i love owning a home and once i got into the home i opened up like six credit cards i will never forget on my closing day my sister was like um, on your closing day, you need to open up as many credit cards as you possibly can because you're not going to be able to open one for the next couple of months because you're going to have a mortgage on there. And me thinking like, you know, I'm a budget queen. I do this. Like, i got this. It's not that big of a deal. Girl. By <laughs> February of 2021, I My eyes were accumulated... so big. <laughs> by February of 2021, I had accumulated $25,000 worth of debt. Oh, and my it all came from like, I was buying furniture and I wasn't just buying furniture. I'm like, let me get I need a bed. Let me not only get the bed. Let me get the bed that folds in half the one that raised your legs. Let me not get a fridge. Just a fridge. Let me get one that has the door that opens up with the TV screen. Let me not just get stop it stop was it. just like stop I was doing. It. I was just doing the most, and then it kind of just, like, translated over to, like, clothes, so then I was just used to buying whatever I wanted, so, and I would go to the mall, and I would just pick up what I liked and check out, and I was just literally getting everything that I wanted, not everything that I needed, everything that I needed and everything that I wanted, like, I had everything, and so... I, um, in February of 2021, I actually got licensed to become a loan officer, so licensed loan officer, and so I knew I wanted to take the leap to be a loan officer, but it's a 100% commission job, and so I got licensed, passed the test on my first try, and I ended up uh, leaving the job that I was at and switching to a new company, and so I really wanted to take the jump, and I had about six months savings, and me being me, I'm like, I can do this. I can close a loan. Like, I got all these followers. I can get somebody (laughs) to close a loan. It's not going to be that serious. Y'all, when I tell you, I did not close a loan for until August of 2021. So I went from February to roughly February to August without a paycheck. And I still had all of my bills, right? And so around April of 2021, I remember so vividly, I was downstairs washing the dishes and I just busted out crying because I had done my budget and realized like really how much credit card debt I had and how I was paying the minimum balances. I'm like, I'm drowning. Like, I'm not late. Like I can afford to pay the minimum balance, but I'm going to have this debt forever because it's just like, if I have to pay the minimum balance and I'm I'm just going to be paying it for six or seven, who knows, 15 years, paying these credit cards back, you know, and it right. didn't add up. And so I remember praying and I literally heard God say that $25,000 is nothing compared to the money that's going to flow through you. Oh and God. not only, not only did I hear that, but I physically wrote that in my journal. And so to this day, I have a picture of that day when God told me that $25,000 ain't nothing like wow. and I couldn't believe it because in my mind I'm like $25,000 the whole life <laughs> I'm like if somebody give me $25,000 I'm gonna just die that's how I felt right. at the moment and I was just like I'm like I don't know how God's gonna do this but I know he said it and I wrote it down like this is what God told me like how and many calories so... you about to let me borrow <laughs> I don't know how you about to do this but okay and so um time went on that was April so time going on I'm living off my savings and I'm still not closing the no loans like I'm literally living off my savings Jeez. so I'm like are you serious right now and it's not even that like I don't have the experience it's like I have the experience but it was just like that getting that first loan is so hard literally it's like that first leap of faith is so 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 hard and so I kind of was getting discouraged because it was taking so long and then I was not putting in as much effort and it was just really like an up and down up and down battle for me and so I um went on in July no it was June June came around and so I was getting to the end of my savings. I'm like, Lord, I need you to come through because now I'm starting to penny pinch, and just a few months ago I was blowing up my um, credit cards, right. <laughs> and now I'm having a whole new lifestyle because I'm having to like really like not spend money. And so I, one thing God did that I was not expecting Him to do that completely shifted the trajectory of like my life. Which was my roommate gave me her 30 day notice. And she texted me, and I was not expecting it at all. Like, she texted me. It was probably the last thing on the planet that I thought would ever happen financially. Mm -hmm. Like, if there was anything, I was dependent. I was planning on my savings running out, I was planning on my credit card debt taking me over. I was planning on all these things. I was not planning on her leaving the house and leaving me with a full mortgage. I was not. And she was just like, I prayed, and this is what I feel like God wants me to do. And so I was just like, whoa. And so I, I didn't have enough money when she moved in, she paid first and last month's rent. I didn't have, and so when she said she'd give me her 30-day notice, she didn't, wasn't going to give me the next mortgage payment. Right. And so, immediately, I'm like, I have to move out, because the next mortgage payment's going to be due, and I don't have it by myself. Like, somebody else is going to have to come in here and pay this mortgage. So, I'm like, I knew immediately when she texted me that, I, I have to move. And I had already started, like, kind of having feelings that I wanted to move to Georgia, and uh-huh. so when that happened, I was like, okay, I'm moving to Georgia, I don't really know how, I don't really know when, but I know I'm moving, like, I have to get out of this house, so that someone else can pay this mortgage, and so, um, over the weekend, I was just like, you know what, I was actually in Georgia when she texted me, so I Stopped by an apartment complex and they told me, you know, like it's full, where everywhere around here is full until October. Like you might need to look in the outskirts because, you know, it's everywhere is full right now. You're, you came too late. And I'm like, okay, well, if anything comes up, please just let me know. Right. Um, and so this was on that Monday. And so they called me back three hours later and was like, you were so nice when you came in here. Um, someone just called and said that they're leaving next month. Mind you, this is June, leaving next month, and (laughs) they want to know. I we moved you up the list. Do you want it? You have to tell us yes today, or you won't be able to be on the list until October. (laughs) And I was like, you know what? Yes. I was like, I'm about to. Mind you, I haven't talked to my parents. I haven't talked to nobody. I'm like, I have to move. And so when they called me back within three hours and said they moved me up the list. I'm like, this has to be the Lord. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm like, okay, let's go. Like, I'll come in this week and sign the lease, no problem. Like, let's do it. So I immediately went back to Charlotte and I started getting on like my process of like, am I gonna rent out my house or am I gonna sell it? And so I had one of my realtor friends come through and she kind of helped me price of like what I could sell my house at. And so I bought my house at two hundred thousand dollars. She came in the house and she was like, "We can put this on the market for 250. fifty." And I'm like, "Girl, I just bought this ten months ago. I know this house is not <laughs> worth two fifty. It is worth two hundred thousand, maybe two hundred and five if we're lucky. Because I didn't right. do nothing but ch- and put this closet in here, and-, and everybody that <laughs> follows me know." That closet was a stressful journey. And so it's was like, <laughs> I know the house is not worth 250000 But she was like, if you get an all-cash offer with no appraisal, someone will buy this house for 250. i am like, okay, well, let's do it. So I calculated, like, technically my loan is at one ninety, So I would make $60,000 profit if I sold the house. And I calculated how much it would cost. I mean, how, much, how long it would take me to make $50,000 if I rented out the house and um, it would take me 23 years to make $60,000 or I could put it on the market, sell it in 30 days and make the $60,000. I was like, oh yeah, I got to tell y'all can have this house tomorrow. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So she told me, she was like, it was just another example of the favor of God. She was like, you know what? Like I'm not even going to be your listing agent. Like I'll show you how to do it yourself. So you don't have to pay me. She was like, I'm going to show you how to put it on the market. It costs $125. And she was like, because if I do it, it's going to cost you $7,000 because you have to pay me. Woo! But if you do it yourself, it's going to be $125. So she literally walked me through the process, gave me all the materials for the lockbox, for the key, everything. Like she literally showed the grace of God and the favor of God wow. by just like literally saying, Here, you know what? Like you can do this. Wow. I was like, Oh my God. So I immediately put it on the market and I put it up there for two Y'all, not even three hours later, not even three hours later, I got an all-cash offer for (laughs) $275,000. All cash. And so they didn't even want to come see the house. They literally were like, they sent me the contract. They were like, two seventy five. dollars We don't need an appraisal. We're not coming to see the house. We want it. I'm like, y'all can have this tomorrow if you want, if you you want to. Remember, <laughs> right, because you gotta remember I know on my side this house is not worth two fifty and it dag Shore is not worth two, $2. seventy five. So, <laughs> so if y'all ain't like gonna check it, I am not mad at you. So I still left it on the market and I let a few people come and like check it out, but nobody could beat out that offer. So my testimony is that I sold my home. Not even a full year after I purchased it. And I made an $85,000 profit in one year. In one year. Yeah, so god like i just keep thinking about back to that message that i wrote in my journal and god was like that $25,000 ain't, ain't nothing like i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna send you a picture of it amanda like, you can really see. i wrote it down with a date and everything like he really told me like that $25,000 ain't nothing and When he when he gave me that eighty five, I paid that twenty five thousand off so fast, and I'm like, that twenty five ain't nothing. (laughs) I'm like, let me let me repeat the words that my God told me to this debt that thought it was gonna take me out. Like that twenty five thousand ain't nothing. And ever since then, like I have really just been living in like the peace of God because I am so sure that I am in His will. Like it just is so peaceful to be in His will. It's so comforting. To be in his will, because this is literally where provision is. When you're in his will, provision is there for you. And so it's just been like in a crazy up and down journey. But to see God, even the fact that I went months without closing a loan. And then as soon as I closed on my house, I have literally seven loans that I'm about to close. I went from having zero loans to having one loan. Seven seven loans now about to close. And so it's like it was almost like I had to get where my provision was. My provision wasn't in Charlotte where I was. Like I had to get in Georgia, get in alignment where with with where God wanted me to be. And everything else fell into place. And so I have just been prospering, not only financially, and of course I tithed off that money. So I know the kingdom of God is well pleased with that. And so Like, ever since that, not even just financially, I've been at peace, but spiritually, I've been at peace, mentally, emotionally, like, I just feel good because I'm where God wants me to be, and so I'm just excited for where he has me right now, and I had to share that testimony.
0: Yes, that is awesome. That is amazing. That is crazy. A few points that you pulled out that I just fell in love with was in the beginning of the journey you said something about um you were you were planning you like well no right before that cuz that's my second point the first thing was <laughs> you were working and your boss was like, so when are you going to buy your house? Like, when are you going to get yours? And I think that's mm-hmm. so important to pay attention to those questions that you think um, are so crazy that people are just yep. randomly asking you. You're like, what? Where did that come from? Why? But when it rests in your spirit and you keep thinking about it over and over again, we got to find that place that is letting us know that, wait a minute, there's something deeper about this. There's something stronger to this. This must be God. And if you're not sure about it. To just dig a little deeper into that space, because just like T, um, we find a little bit later she started working on that word that was spoken. Like somebody literally, yeah. literally was like, "When are you going to get yours?" She started working towards that. So faith kicked in. Faith kicked into that word, and like she, like she stated earlier, faith without works is what dead. There was yep. nothing at all, and I know she yep. got a little cuckoo crazy when she was like, "God, you ain't got to give me nothing." I'm Exactly. I'm wrong I love that she highlighted. She was like, "But that's not how God works," and that's so yeah. precious. That is just so precious because mm-hmm. you're when you begin to tap into that faith, when you begin to say, "All right, God." I see where you're taking me, or maybe I might not even really clearly see, but this is something I can't let go of. Let me see what I can do on my end. He will meet you right where you are. She also explained that that first leap of faith is challenging it's challenging yep. you've seen how long she gave the times the dates like that time frame was challenging but that also yeah. lets us know that in that process God is right there the whole time he did not let her sink it may have got hard if she may have went through a little bit of worry she may have went through a little bit of frustration maybe got a little lost in the process but he never took his hand off of her and so when we take that faith, We have to believe, we have to know. And this testimony lets us know that God is going to be there with us the entire time. So that was just a blessing in itself. And my favorite part of the entire message is not only to tap into what you hear, not only to start moving and working in faith, not only to know that God is going to be right there with us, but those things that we are worried about in the process. He told her that 25K ain't nothing. Like... (laughs) So it just makes me think about wherever we may find ourselves being, like, that broken heart ain't nothing, sis. That dude ain't nothing, sis. Like, that job ain't nothing, sis. Like, you are not that money, that position, whatever you're going through, that isn't nothing compared to what I have for you. And if God says that, we can stand on that because his words, like I love to say, never fail. They always prosper. They always manifest. So what I love most is that We have to find ourselves in the provision and the alignment with Christ, with with what he's calling us to do, with where he's aligning us to go, with what he's showing us, and begin to move and tap into that and watch how he brings us through. T, I thank you so much for sharing that wonderful testimony. I thank you for just being just T. Just tea and letting them know how you felt, (laughs) how it was, you know, what the process was, and just being raw and uncut about it. Um, that's just a blessing. I'm pretty sure that this testimony is going to help others. It's definitely going to help somebody. Definitely. If there is, if there is absolutely anything, any piece of encouragement that you can leave with the listeners that may be struggling in that place, like, well. I, I think that I'm in the place of provision, but I don't know. Or I think I want to take the leap, but I don't know. Or I don't know. Like faith is a little challenging for me. Like I feel like I have faith. I'm saying it with my mouth, but their actions aren't quite aligning. What would you leave with them tonight?
1: Yeah, I would definitely leave them with just saying like, try him. Like try God in the littlest ways there were many moments along the journey that I had to just like try him, like me getting my credit pulled a year before me being able to actually buy the house was me trying him, me going and looking and taking the time, even though I was getting denial after denial after denial, like that was me trying him. And I, even when I had all that debt and I felt like I wanted to give up, I'm like, I don't feel like there's a way that this can come out better. It was me continuously pushing forward and trying him in those little moments. And he did a big thing. And so I want to just encourage you to never give up trying God because he is solid ground. He is an anchor that you can lean on and he will never fail you. Even when it looks like everything is crashing down around you, I promise you he has a plan. You just have to adhere to it. So keep pushing forward. Keep seeking out his voice and his his uh, signs and wonders and his things that he's trying to show you and make you more aware of. And as you follow this, like following the little, cheerios down the hallway you're gonna open up a door and it's gonna be like yo i didn't even know all this was back here and he's gonna be like "I, i knew the whole time i knew the whole time so keep following the cheerios is my last piece of advice that i would probably give <laughs> i
0: love it i love it thank you again so much T. we enjoyed you we love you we hope to hear from you soon
1: bye
0: bye